Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. everybody thank you for joining on this week's episode of welcome home with the katinas uh, i'm recording this wednesday evening june 8th so this episode will be out in just a few hours and the reason i'm recording it so close to the time of its release is because for this week i really wanted i thought it was really important for me to have um one of my uncles on as a guest and the reason being because As you've probably heard in my intros for the last few weeks now, I've been talking a lot about the Cousins Reunion uh, that's coming up a week from tomorrow now. Well, I guess it'll be a week from today when you guys are listening to this. Um, And I wanted to do that because I really want to just talk with one of them and and see, you know, what it is that they're excited about for this upcoming weekend um, and what those of you who are coming can expect to experience and enjoy while you're here in Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm really excited for that. Um, And I'm excited for today's guest. Like I said, it's one of my uncles and um, I don't have a favorite uncle, but um, if I did, he would be up there on the list. (laughs) (laughs) I want to welcome my uncle John Katina. Uncle John, thank you so much for being here. Josh, thank you so much. And I want to say uh, happy belated birthday oh, to you. you. Uh, your birthday is, is one that I easily remember because yeah. the day after, which is today, uh, your birthday is June 7th. And then uh, Jet, my son Jet, my second son Jet, his, uh, his birthday is today. And it's not just uh, any birthday, it's his 21st birthday. Yeah. It's one of those milestone birthdays. So uh, again, happy birthday to you, man. Thanks, Uncle. And happy birthday to Jet. Yes. Yesterday I was talking with my wife. I said, honey, do you know who is almost always one of the first people to text me happy birthday? Uh And she said, who? I said, it's my cousin Jet. And Jet always remembers my birthday because it's one day before his. And I got that text yesterday morning as I was pulling into work. And and I hope that I'm always one of the first people to text him (laughs) because I always remember the day after mine is Jet. Jet, if you're listening, I love you, bro. (laughs) I hope today was a a good day and I hope you felt celebrated. And he's one guy we need to get on this podcast. I know, I know. He's been dodging. He's been dodging. Yeah, we'll get him on here eventually. And I think our our listeners will be blessed to to hear from Jet. And... um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. But Uncle, like I said, uh, this week's episode, it's not going to be what the whole episode is about because I still want to kind of get into our normal content. But um, I did want to set aside some time this week to talk with you about the reunion, the Cousins mm-hmm. reunion, which is coming up in just over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's been a lot of 
planning going that has gone into it. And actually tomorrow, um, I, I think you'll probably be there, but I'm yeah. going to be, we're all gathering everyone who's kind of part of the team, mm-hmm. the production team for the weekend is gathering and having a prayer night for, uh, next week. Right. And just really, um, kind of getting ready for something that we think is going to be, uh, an impactful weekend for the people who are there. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully something that people will want to come back to year mm-hmm. after year. So I just want to ask you, Uncle, um, as we get ready for this week, we get ready for uh, a lot of close friends to to come in town and, and spend a weekend here in Nashville with us. What is it that you're looking you're looking mm-hmm. the most forward to? Man, thank you for uh, allowing me to talk about the uh, cousin reunion. And like you said, man, there's, it's been well over a year of, of planning, of um, praying, um, just really trying to. So basically, um, for those who know, we've done a, a cruise for, um, I think we've done a, a cruise with the cousins for about 13 years, 13 different cruises. And then with the pandemic and um just all the uncertainty with cruise lines, we we haven't done one in the last couple of years. So this was kind of a, a brainstorming, uh, an idea that came through brainstorming, like, man, we'd love to do a, a gathering with the cousins. Obviously, the cruise is kind of on hold for various reasons. And so uh, we, we thought of the idea, some friends of ours who also are also artists and um, uh, do music for a living, um, told us about their experience with basically bringing their um, community, their their most loyal followers to wherever they're based at. And uh, basically their community gets to enjoy their hometown and also get to see what their lives and their families are about. And so that's what the Cousin Reunion is about. And um, this will be our first one. Uh, so next week, uh, Thursday, June 16th, and Friday the 17th, and then Saturday, June 18th. We're just uh, coming together. There's cousins from cousins with the K from all over the country and even from Hawaii that are going to be here in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, we're going to have dinner together. We'll do shows every night. Um, and in these shows, we will feature some artists from... Uh, who live here in Tennessee in some dance groups. Um, it's, it's, man, it's going to be just a, an opportunity for the cousins to really um, get to spend, you know, the thing about traveling artists and bands is we, we come into a town and then we leave and it's hard for us to really get to know some, uh, the people that have really um, given us the opportunity to, not just share our music, but um, make a living and be able to provide for our family. So in in essence, it's kind of a, a way for us to say thank you to them and just kind of um, do our very best to entertain them, let them know that they are seen, they are known, and that they are loved. That's really the goal mm. for the Cousin Reunion. Um, and here's what's really cool about Cousin Reunion, Josh, is you know, the, the, it's, the, the capacity was limited. This is our first one. And so we just wanted to make sure we, we, we had a, a good showing. And uh, thankfully, it'll be a, a full house. 
at a venue here in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, but for those who could not make it in person, we are giving you an opportunity to join us Thursday night and Friday night uh, for the concert portions of the events. And uh, you get to, uh, you can watch um, via streaming. So if you go to the katinas.com um, and, cl and click on, there's an area there for you to click. You can um, be a part of viewing the concerts if you register for Thursday night and um, Friday night, just as if you were yeah. there. That's awesome. Yeah, I would, if you aren't able to make it, I'd highly encourage you to do that. On Like my uncle said, on thekatinas.com, uh, you'll get to get a, a little glimpse of what we're doing here in Nashville and Franklin. And uh, if you tune in at the right time, you might even catch me. Exactly. Uh, uh, on the stage for, <laughs> uh, I still haven't even said what my role is but I will be on stage a little bit throughout the the weekend so maybe you'll see me and I'll try and give the podcast listeners a shout out um, both who are there and those that are listening online but absolutely that would be that would be awesome if you guys could tune into that and I think you'll be really blessed by it um, uncle so obviously people who are coming one of the the reason they're coming is to see the katinas um, but you know, kind of a secondary attraction of uh, the reunion is Nashville and Franklin mm. itself. And we've, you, I know you have, and I have seen over the last, really since like 2020, um, a lot of people have been mm. moving to this area. And I think it's because it's a great place yeah. to live. Yeah. And so I just wanted to ask you, Uncle, for those who are coming, you know, we're obviously we're going to be spending a lot of time with them and um, pouring into them, but they're going to have a little bit of free time. Yeah. So, and I know that they're going to get some suggestions from everyone, but mm -hmm. I just want to ask you, uh, since you have the mic right now, <laughs> if you have any suggestions for maybe one thing that if you could only do one thing in Franklin for yeah. a weekend, where would you suggest people go? Sure. Well, the thing about the South and you're right. Uh, what's fortunate about us being based in the Nashville area, uh, uh, and even Franklin is, man, it's, it's a hot town. It's uh, where a lot of people, uh, it's on the most people's bucket list to visit. And so I would say um, because of that, Franklin and, and Nashville, but really Franklin, man, it's got, we, we've got a lot of great places to eat here. So I would <laughs> highly suggest um, Nashville is known for uh, hot chicken, yeah. which is basically fried chicken but there's different levels of what they call heat yeah. but it's basically spice um it's it's nothing like you've ever had before i mean they don't make fried chicken like they do here mm -hmm. so uh one of my favorite uh hot chicken places would be right here in franklin where we live and where most people will be staying uh in different hotels in the franklin area but i would check out big shakes yeah big shakes is uh man You'll find me there at least once every other week. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's an area called the factory that's really cool. If you just ask anyone or when you get here, you put the factory in Franklin in your GPS. It's just a cool, um, it's almost like a huge warehouse yeah. uh, that houses different retails like boutiques, um, cool eateries. Um, that's one cool place to visit and then one place that i go to at least a couple times a week um and i know my niece callie frequents this place is an outdoor national park it's not necessarily in franklin but it's in brentwood which is the the next suburb 
um, going north into Nashville. But uh, Brentwood uh, is a beautiful suburb, but there's a, a lake slash park called Radnor Lake that I love going to. And I'm telling you, when you get there, I mean, it's hard for me to articulate um, just the what what you would get when you get when you get there. I mean, it's a place where I love to go to not only get some exercise, but to really clear my mind. I think some of you have heard me talk about this place. I, I refer to it as my sanctuary. So mm-hmm. I would definitely hit up Radnor Lake if you get some spare time. But what's cool about the National Reunion is, like I said, we'll have these evening shows. We're going to have devotion together at a cool area called, uh, it's, it's near the Franklin Library, but um, we'll have devotion there. And uh, pickleball is a, yes. a sport that our family loves. And I think many families in America have really grown to love over the last couple of years. But we're going to have some opportunity to play pickleball, um, cornhole, and some other great things that some of the wives have planned. So, And then, um, you know, you'll have time to, to visit um, sites and, and uh, areas in Nashville and, of course, Franklin. It's gonna be, You're, you're going to love it. And I, I believe that uh, everyone's going to want to come back. Yeah. Thanks, Uncle. I'm I'm really excited for people to come because, you know, I, I was born in Nashville, grew up in Franklin, and it's a place I'm proud to call my hometown. And mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to share it with everyone who's coming. And yeah. I need to hit up Big Shakes for their advertisement check. Right, right. Uh, because I gave them <laughs> a shout out. But yeah, I definitely would go to Big Shakes. If you like chicken, Big Shakes is good chicken yeah. here in Franklin. And then one thing that I'll add in is um, me personally, I... I grew up, I've always loved uh, history Mm. and uh, specifically American history. I love it. And Franklin happens to be the site of a lot of Civil War history. And so I grew up, you know, learning about the history of Franklin, Mm. but also the history of Franklin is the history of America. And so if you're into history, if you're into learning about Things like the Civil War, yeah. um, Franklin is a great place to go. I I had a I spent a year in community college actually, and uh, during my first semester there, I was taking an American history class, and my professor, uh, very knowledgeable guy, he was a Civil War historian, and he actually moved to Franklin just to be here mm. um, to learn and wow. to to do research for his own. Uh, writings and stuff like that and so so yeah if you like history franklin's definitely a great place to be but absolutely um, excited to see everyone and uncle i'm glad we got to start off just talking about the yeah. reunion oh and i want to say um thursday night and friday night we have theme nights yes and that's going to be cool too uh where uh thursday night we're calling it southern night and we're encouraging um all the cousins to just dress up in their favorite southern western attire. Yes, extra bonus points if you wear cowboy uh, boots. Well, and <laughs> and yes, and you will you will see the the five katinas on stage probably wearing some paraphernalia that you've never seen or imagined that they would wear before. And then uh Friday night will be island night <clears throat> and this is going to be cool. Um obviously, you know, uh, most people know that we are from the South Pacific Islands. So just an opportunity for us to uh, pay tribute and showcase uh, some pretty amazing dance groups. There's actually a dance group coming all the way from Hawaii that are joining us on the uh, reunion, but specifically 
for Friday night, Island night. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and I also got to mention, um, there's going to be an after party, Katina oh, yes. after party. We're calling it Cap. Um, and basically what that will be is just more hangouts, but uh, that is around the karaoke area. Yes. And so if you are a professional karaoke uh, entertainer <laughs> and you're not coming this year, you got to come for the next one because we will have uh, karaoke nights after after the, uh, the the concerts on Thursday night and Friday night. Yeah, definitely excited for that. I, I will be there. I know you'll be there, Uncle John, so we'll be ready to uh, get groovy to some tunes. Yeah. And, uh, sweet, sweet Caroline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, this is, I guess there will be another episode. Uh, um, there will be an episode that comes out that Thursday, but this is the last episode really before it. And so... I've been trying to talk about it, and for those of you listening who are coming, again, I'm so excited, and please let me know that you're coming. Mm. Uh, reach out, and uh, I'm excited to see all of you guys. I know the rest of my family is really looking forward to it, and I want you to know we're praying for you guys, mm. and um, we're expecting great things to happen next week for everyone who's there, and I think it's going to be um, a- a- an impactful weekend for everyone who comes. So Absolutely. Really looking forward to it. All right, Uncle. Well, there's our spiel. <laughs> and, um, you know, I still want to, since I have my Uncle John here in the house, I still want to get uh, get an episode out of you. Yeah. I was thinking about it. You're my first ever third time guest, I, I believe. Wow. Um, I've had a few people come for a second time. This, this is your third time, yep. right? Yeah. It's my second time here in your, your new place, but my third time. Yep. On the pack podcast, and you were Absolutely. one of my original guests. I remember when we were first starting the podcast, which was over a year ago now. It's wow. um, amazing. Uh, I I had recorded like a handful of episodes mm. just to kind of have ready for the uh, the launch of the show, and you were one of those episodes. Mm. And so back then, I was really just winging it, and I still kind of am. But um, you were there from the start, Uncle, and we're, yeah. we're coming up on our our um year anniversary for the when the first episode was released wow. um i i won't mention it yet but we do have something special planned for that okay. um but as a third time guest you kind of know how this works yeah, yeah. um you've already been asked your three questions i don't remember what they were <laughs> but i've asked them to you um but today i really just have one question for you and you know what it is so mm-hmm. i'll just ask it what's going on at home well, I want to say, man, that I can't believe we're coming up to a year of, of uh, Welcome Home with the Katinas podcast. And Josh, man, I'm so proud of you. I think this, I mean, this was uh, obviously a um, um, something that you've always wanted to do. Now, I'm not sure if if, if you um, thought of, man, I want to do a podcast involving my families or you just wanted to do a, bo- a podcast because I know you listen, and uh, this has always been intriguing to you. So thank you for bringing this uh, vision into fruition. Uh, it's it's basically been a, a podcast that I listen to, hmm. uh, not just because it has my last name on it, but it's because it's uh, it's it, I'm I'm very interested in people, um, even people who. Uh, don't necessarily work directly with the Katinas. Uh, I, I think I know I'm connected 
to everyone that's been on an episode, but uh, I just find find their stories and their perspectives interesting. So back to the question, what's going on at home? Um, something uh, really exciting and uh, huge happened to me uh, this past March, uh, March 16th to be exact. Uh, I got engaged. Mm. Um after I turned 50, Uncle James and I turned 50 in February, um, the family got us um, some concert tickets to see an amazing band. And it was probably one of the best live musical events I've been to in a long time. Um, so we got to go see uh, Silk Sonic, uh, Bruno and Anderson Pack, And that was just, I mean, I'll probably do, I could do a whole podcast just on the show but after the show um we went down to the bellagio where they've got the dancing waterfalls and it was around probably close to midnight in vegas in vegas yeah, yeah this show was in vegas uh and auntie chrissy uh uncle james's wife and uh shelly they were we were all on this trip together and uh man i you know i, I couldn't drum up something huge and and you know epic to 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 do as a proposal and i thought man we're in vegas yeah. uh i i knew about the the dancing waterfalls because i've seen it on you know oceans 11 mm-hmm. and and on various different instagram posts but uh i went there and as the we we got off out of the uber and there was nothing going on the the water was just calm the the, the they weren't uh, shooting up i'm like man i missed the opportunity and as soon as I had that thought, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? They started going off again uh-huh. and the colors and there's a replica of the Eiffel Tower behind it. And mm-hmm. we just started walking up and Uncle James and Auntie Chrissy knew that I was going to do this. So they start getting their iPhones ready. And uh, I, before you know it, I dropped on one knee and and uh, Shelly was looking at the waterfall and she was just amazed. And she was talking to me, saying something and think she realized I wasn't responding and then she looked back and saw me (laughs) on one knee with the the box out and she just you know she couldn't believe it she was like what's going on here which afterwards she said it was almost like she was having an out-of-body experience but uh uh thankfully she said yes and uh I'm so uh thankful I'm just thankful to God for um just this amazing woman that he's brought into my life and uh that someday i get to spend the rest of my life with and so that happened um just a few months ago um man we hit the ground running this summer i was telling you josh uh, before we went uh started recording this that um the summers are are typically pretty busy for not just me but for all the katinas uh but with me uh you know i have five boys and my youngest, youngest out of the five, is finally going to be a high school. He's, he's going to be a freshman at Independence High School. And so he and, and Steele are the last ones um, to basically that we're raising. Uh, oh, another big thing. I'm sorry. Another big thing that happened was River, yeah. my middle son, graduated from high school. Uh, so proud of him. Uh, and what made that even special was that uh, River's best friend, Tyus Anderson, who was like a son to us. He's a part of our family, 
has been for for many years also graduated uh the same night they, they've been going to the same high school for all four years and so that was huge um and river is uh getting ready to go to lee uh university where a lot of his cousins uh, including you josh yeah. um you guys are uh, uh familiar with that whole experience but he's excited to be a part of uh, Lee University uh, this coming fall. Um, and then, yeah, the summer's just been really busy. Both Steele and Blaze are playing football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, when you think of football, you're just not, you know, you're not just practicing for the upcoming season. You've got uh, seven on seven. You've got uh, camps. Um, I mean, they... They're aspiring, and, and at least right now, uh, Steele um, has a passion to play uh, football at the next level. So he's been to a few um, camps, uh, seven-on-seven um, tournaments, uh, Blaze the same. Uh, he's, he's, going, he's doing all that. And then they're doing uh, summer basketball with the high school as well. So it's just every day it's nonstop. But I love that because, you know, uh, Josh, uh, you know, me and – your dad and, and the uncles, we didn't we didn't play sports, and so I'm like a kid in the candy store, just uh, going to the practices. You know, um, still still drives himself, but Blaze normally all I'm a part of a, uh, a group of parents that carpool the the kids to their various practices. So it's another full time job that I'm trying to manage, but I love it because I get to just see them, you know, play the sports that they love and. Um, and really, man, it keeps them keeps them out of trouble. I think sports, yeah. team sports, is a great thing, and I love being around coaches and just the way they motivate these uh, young men to uh, not just play a sport, but really their whole focus is to to become better young men once sports and high school is over with. So I love just the camaraderie of of, of the coaches and the players. Um, so that's kind of been. Uh, uh, you know, uh, aside from what I, I do with, with the Katinas on the road and creating content and doing all the things that we do with the podcast, Home with the Katinas, our uh, Twin Tuesday, uh, James and I uh, get to have a few moments with the cousins on Tuesdays. It just seems like there's a lot of touch points that we have with our community. And then uh, family life is busy as well. But man, uh I wouldn't have it any other way. It's just, mm. it's, uh, I feel very fulfilled. I feel like, um, I, you know, God gives us, it's exhausting sometimes, but, um, I was thinking about this. God just kind of gives you the grace to juggle all the things that you're, you're passionate about and that are important to you and that you prioritize. So, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> yeah. Man, just listening to you, Uncle Hugh, there's a lot <laughs> going exhausting. on right now. There's yeah. a lot going on. And I can definitely relate to that. I feel I, I recently had a conversation with my dad um, where I told him, man, I, my life right now, I don't think it's ever been <laughs> this busy. Yeah. Like, I've never had this much of a demand on my time before. And um, it's it's definitely hard. It's definitely challenging. But I feel... Um, at the end of every day, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm satisfied. When you hit that pillow, like yeah, you're like, oh, like yeah, I lived life I full lived today. Exactly. And so, well, there's a lot you talked about, Uncle, and I don't know if I ever fish, officially mentioned it on the show, 
But congratulations on the engagement, oh, Uncle John. I'm you. so excited for for you, you and Shelly. And um, I I love the time that I've gotten to spend with her. I know that the family loves her so much, and I especially know that you love her. And mm-hmm. so that I I see it in the way that you guys interact with each other and the way that you serve her and the mm-hmm. way that she serves you. And so um, I knew you actually texted me and some of the cousins like maybe the day before you proposed and i was surprised i didn't know i think i knew that yeah maybe eventually john uncle john and shelly will get engaged but i didn't know it was gonna happen then and i got that text and i was with my wife i was like babe (laughs) guess what i just found out and uh we were both so excited and Mm. the next day we were just waiting to see the pictures and um i'm so excited for you guys i just asked you uh, about you know being engaged and um, getting ready to start a marriage um, at an older age in mm. life than most people. <laughs> uh, what is is there anything that you feel like is unique about it, or is it does it feel like this is just the normal thing about getting mm. ready to get married, like the planning process yeah. and things like that? I think everything about it is different. Mm. It's unique. Yeah, um, like you mentioned the stage of life that we're both in, um, um, the history, if you will, of, um, relationships Mm -hmm. in our past, um, failed marriages, um, amazing kids. And then she has grandkids. Mm -hmm. So all of that is something that I didn't have before, uh, my, my previous marriage and the same for Shelly. So it's all it's all different. Uh, one of the things that I noticed about our, <clears throat> and we're still obviously dating, is that I think one of the reasons why we were able to have a long distance relationship for going on a couple of years has a lot to do with the age mm-hmm. that we're at, and um, and I'm, I've shared this with a lot of people. Is it's been refreshing and enjoyable. Um, because it's, it just, it seemed like it wasn't all consuming, mm. you know, I remember just, um, being in, in a relationship in my late teens and early twenties when everything evolved around that. And there's a lot of insecurities you deal with, yeah. like, oh man, if I don't call her or if she doesn't call me, I feel a certain way, or is she going to feel a certain way? Cause I'm not checking up mm-hmm. on her or, uh, you know, uh, man, uh, am, I, am I taking her on dates enough? All this, you know. Well, we, we didn't really have the luxury of doing that, Shelly and I, because of the long distance. But it really wasn't uh, burdensome at the same time because I think we, at some point, you hopefully you should, um, you, at the age that I'm at, uh, I just, you know, I'm, even, even after the divorce, which was such a tough thing, uh, I was able, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of settled into this season of life. Mm. And so um, I, I'm excited about uh, marriage. And I've always, uh, you know, I knew that I wanted to be married again. Um, it was just, it had to be um, everything that God wanted for me, mm. timing and, and the person. And, and I feel like all of those um, components have come together. And so I'm just really looking forward to it. But it is very um, unique, uh, different from 
uh, when I was younger. Yeah. So I think um, so I was recently talking with my wife about this that um, someone had made a comment about how young her and I were when we got married, and I think so. I I was twenty five. My wife was twenty three, which I agree is pretty young, uh, especially today to mm-hmm. get married. And I was talking to her about what I think is probably a pro and a con about getting married young is that both of us are like in a way still, still trying to figure out like who we are and Mm -hmm. like um, the word you use was settle. I don't feel like we're settled Mm -hmm. right now. Um, I feel like we're still really building our lives. um, And there's a lot of questions that we have that are not answered yet. um, And just we're, we're kind of, in that early stage of like discovering what it is that we want out of life. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think like you said, being, getting married later in life, both you and Shelly are kind of, you know who you are now mm-hmm. and you have your lives and you have your kids. And for Shelly, she has her grandkids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's pros and cons to that as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's the pros that, you don't have to um, ask yourself those kind of questions like, who? well, who am I? What do I want? Um, how is this part of my life going to work? Um, but maybe a struggle that I could see is that um, both of you guys are going to have to figure out how to mesh those two lives together now. That's the difference between me and with me and Alexis is that we're kind of building it together right now. Um, for you and Shelly, you guys have already built Mm -hmm. where you're living and that's not to say you don't have more to do Mm -hmm. but um the foundation is laid and now you guys are going to have to merge both of those Uh, uh, how do you think about that? yeah it's you're very i mean you hit you hit it on the nail um you know blended families i've seen ones that work and i've seen blended families where man the tension is so obvious Mm -hmm. because you're you are two different entities coming together yeah so um uh, I'm really thankful that we, that's something we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I live here in Tennessee. Uh, Shelly is out in Southern California. Uh, the plan is for her to move here. And, um, I don't say that, you know, like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm the man she's going to move here because <laughs> it's a big move. Yeah. And, um, she's got her four kids, two grandbabies and, you know, obviously she loves her kids, um, but they're they're like, man, mom, you know, you found the love of their, your life. Um, you know, we release you. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's cool. But it's yeah. such a big move. Okay. Uh, so that will be something that'll be a transition that I know um, we at least definitely for me, I'm going to have to uh, just handle that with much sensitivity in consideration for her because yeah. she's never lived away from the San Diego area wow. where she currently lives. Um, so that's that's going to be something to navigate through. And then also our kids coming together. Our kids have not met each other yet. Mm-hmm. And so um, although like in my mind, I think it's going to be a um, naturally, you know, an easy thing. I, I can't say for certain if it is or not. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be something unique and different for my my boys and for her kids mm-hmm. she's got two sons and two daughters and so you know we're, we're praying about that i think what what we have at least come to an agreement on is that man we as long as as she and i know that there's 
the obvious of, um, you know, two families coming together is something that's unique and it's never, you know, at least with these families never happened before. Mm -hmm. We can, we can walk arm in arm and navigate, you know, through the ups and downs, if you Mm -hmm. will, um, that we will be faced with. So it's definitely, if there are challenges, we, we welcome those and we're excited. Um, so we're hoping that January of next year, um, we can seal the deal awesome. and, uh, you know, bring our families together, merge our families together. I'm, I'm so excited for you guys, Uncle. Um, another thing you talked about is is having Rip go off to college. Mm. And he's your third son mm. to, to graduate from high school. Um, he's going to the place I went yeah. for school as well as uh, Jackson and Caitlin and Callie. Um, and even Jet was there for a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, you know, Dylan. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dylan. There's <laughs> been a lot of us. Yeah. Sorry, D, if you're listening. <laughs> Dylan's a loyal listener, so I know he's gonna hear that. exactly. Um, I got you, D. One thing. So one thing that was uh, a part of my college experience was it was one of the first things in my life that I did where, you know, I couldn't really ask my parents about well, what did you do when this happened to you in college? Mm -hmm. Because my parents didn't go to college. And that's the same for River. Mm -hmm. And I know that while he's at Lee, there will be challenges that he faces where he'll think, man, my parents have no idea what this is like. Um, When you think about that, like, how do you approach having a son who's... um, it's really like the first step that he's taking in his life. That's his decision that he's choosing to do. It and it's for himself. Um, how do you approach? And and you, I guess you have a son in Zion who's in college now. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that you, uh, what kind of advice do you give mm-hmm. your sons who are in college, even though you never yeah. went? And that's a, a, a good topic of discussion. I'm really proud of river. Um, most people may not know, but um, River had some opportunities to play uh, college football. He had a few uh, scholarships, and he was—he would be the one out of the my five boys that, ever since he was three, in his mind, I mean, he had these huge dreams to play in the NFL, mm. and definitely to play college ball. Um, River was the athlete that always played up. He mm. was—he was just gifted, you know, as a little tyke and so he was for baseball he was playing with kids two years older than him let me interrupt you i still have this picture in my mind i don't know how old river would have been but i still have it in my mind of him playing he was playing shortstop and very very young probably five or six but you would have thought he was playing in the world series the intensity (laughs) in his eyes and the <laughs> this the determination every pitch he was dialed in and yeah. that was unique for a kid his age because yeah. usually you've got to if a plane flies over the field mm-hmm. everyone's looking up but river was looking at the ready for the game so that's, i remember that's how i remember young river exactly yeah. to to the t um <clears throat> but you know just just like anything and i think a lot of um you could relate to this josh but i think a lot of young people and uh, specifically young athletes um, deal with this, you know, so you, you know, as a young kid, you sometimes you think like, man, I know exactly 
where I'm going, how my life is going to end up. And then you, you go from middle school to, to high school. And that's not a, a really long, it's not a, like a lot of years, but all of a sudden desires and passions um, start changing. Um, and then some injuries. He didn't. He never had any season-ending injuries, but just nagging injuries every year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I think that got the best of him. Um, but I'm really proud of him because he made the decision on his own to to say, you know, and I knew he was he was going this route when he decided he was always a two-sport athlete. Um, and, a, you know, I mean, I might be biased as his dad, but I would say an elite athlete in uh, for a big 6A school mm-hmm. for both basketball and um, football. And when he decided not to play basketball his senior year, I kind of knew he was probably done with sports mm. just in general. Yeah. And that was the case. Um, it was uh, sh- right around Christmas break when, I mean, it was it was one of a, f- a few talks we were having when he was like, yeah, I, man, I, I'm really thinking that I'm done and I probably will go to somewhere like Lee University, mm-hmm. just further my education, get a degree. And, um, you know, a, as a dad who never played sports and I'm such a huge sports fan, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest and like, you know, it, it, it kind of like, um, uh, I was, I was a little sad because mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, I felt like, man, this kid's got potential to even play at an elite level mm-hmm. in, in, in the college ranks. But, um, he, he made the decision and I tell you what, he spent the, the last, the second semester of his high school season just enjoying it just as a student he was leading the student section during basketball games That's awesome. i mean he was the mvp for the, the for the varsity team his junior year wow. so to go from that to be on the <laughs> across from the bench you know leading the cheers it took me you know a couple of games to get used to it but man what what really um did it for me was when he uh he 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 won the homecoming king. Oh wow! And he was just happy, man. Yeah. And so I'm happy for him. Um, I would say, you know, uh, you mentioned my older son Zion being in college, probably is the, is 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 really the the uh, the blueprint that we can go off of because neither Sharia or I went to college. Mm-hmm. Sharia went had a little stint in community college, but um, we really didn't have any experience of like moving away from our homes to to further our education uh so zion was the first one to do that in in our immediate family and so i think you know all the brothers including jet and now river kind of seen how zion has um navigated through just i I remember when zion it seemed like he was going to quit and he was homesick his freshman year Mm -hmm. he was going to move back but for them to see see him stick it through and Zion, uh, you know, I think he said it on the last time he was on the podcast that he could, you know, see himself staying in that community. Mm-hmm. He's really found uh, a community that loves him, not just for his football skills, but he's developed a really strong uh, friend group, a church family. Um, and so I think River can look at that, that the way that Zion's modeled that out. And I'll tell you, out of the five, River is one of the ones, w- would be the one that um it, it was is so ready to 
to be on his own. Hmm. He's 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 always had that um, personality to you know being independent. Yeah. He he was the one um, where sleepovers were like man he couldn't have enough sleepovers. <laughs> yeah. Jet he was terrified of sleepovers. <laughs> Zion could take it or leave it. Yeah. So Rivers he's he's ready to leave the nest so to speak yeah. and uh, just spread his wings and see you know what God has for him and I'm so excited for him because um, I, I just believe that he's um, whatever he 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 does as a career or just as a man he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna do some great things yeah I'm really proud of River and just proud of the the confidence that he has in making the decisions that he's made and I think about my own brother Eli who I think like River was a really good uh, a gifted athlete. Yep in high school and yeah. gifted football player and he had opportunities mm-hmm. to to play during the next level and he chose not to um and it's worked out for him yeah. i think he would say and you know i think eli's happy with mm-hmm. his decision and i also think you know I, so i grew up playing football um but I was not as good as my brother, not as good as River, um, and I lived with football players. And I think one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot is the physical toll mm. that the sport takes on you. Um, it's it's a it's just a violent sport. That's mm. just the reality of it, and it's a physical sport. And I know you mentioned injuries that River sustained. I remember growing up with Eli in the house every football season. For half the year, really, Eli had something yeah. broken or strained or uh, sprained or um, mm. whatever the word is. And I remember when I found out that Eli was not going to play football anymore. I, th- I, I wasn't that surprised. Um, but I also was somewhat thankful because mm. I was just glad that he wasn't going to have that toll on his body anymore. Right. And specifically it's a conversation people have is the head injuries Mm. that can come with playing football. And, you know, I, I know that Zion, he's playing in, this will be his fifth season, I think in college. And, you know, I'm believing that he's healthy and protected, but sometimes I do think about that. If Mm. I'm being honest, just the, the head injuries that football players sustain, um, I don't know if that's what the human body was designed for. I I would I would say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the, the human body is, especially with the 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 size of these athletes yeah. now. They're bigger, stronger, faster, and it's just uh, yeah. So, well, with that being said, when I found out River wasn't playing football, <laughs> there was a part of me in my in me that was yeah. like, I'm glad he's not anywhere yeah. because I think. Uh, you know, you just never know what can yeah. happen on the football field. And well, I think it takes a mature young man to to wait, you know, see the big picture. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, man, I, sometimes I feel like my body, I'm living in a 40-year-old's body because <laughs> he's waking up with aches and pains. And he's like, man, I don't want to live the rest of my life that way. Yeah. I want to have a family, enjoy my kids, and, uh, you know, n- not wake up with just ache after ache and so i'm again uh i've said it before but uh you know i'm i'm grateful for um for rivers uh 
view and his perspective about the bigger picture yeah and 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 what not only what life has to offer him but what he has to offer and if he can you know be in his right mind and uh just use the resources that god blesses him um with going to college and and whatever is next man i i just know that uh the sky is the limit for him and he's going to do great things yeah proud of rev um well i guess uncle i'll finish with today with the kind of the last thing you mentioned when i asked you what's going on at home is just sports in general um and you still have two sons that are uh in high school mm-hmm. i can't believe blaze is a high schooler mm-hmm. now um and we've talked about it a lot already with riv but sports has been a big part in how you chose to raise your sons yeah um and i just want to ask you now that you have three three sons that you've raised through high school you have two more um and they've all played sports growing up as a father what value do you see in having your sons play sports um i think there there's some there is definitely some value but being a parent that's been around youth sports um rec league sports and now you know uh school sports <laughs> I I often want to say to the younger dad that you know what, don't take this serious. <laughs> yeah. This is not. Don't let this define who you are or who your son is or your relationship mm-hmm. to your son. Um. So now it's you know, there was uh, there there was a time man when the guys were just playing baseball, not even football or basketball. Baseball sport that I didn't even grow up or necessarily love and i was just rah rah just (laughs) trying to you know tell them what mistakes they made and how they can be better and everything evolved around that and uh, thankfully i've 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 seen the error of my ways and um quickly realized that man (laughs) this is not good so i think uh i will say the value of um sports i'll say team sports is just that the the team aspect that it teaches young men. Um, I think sports is probably one of those um, few institutions that really helps young men. Um, uh, There was was these core values from a book called Raising a Modern Day Night. Uh, But one of the things is to... uh, to reject passivity mm. and to to really seize the moments and opportunities that are ahead of you. And sometimes it's hard for you to do that on your own, but when you got a team of guys, when you got a group of guys that are going about it, uh, trying to tackle the same task, it's easier sometimes to be motivated when you got a brother on your left or your right yeah. to help you out. So that's been a good value. And then I love the uh, having um, coaches, you know, um, speak into my young men. Because um, sometimes they could be saying the same thing that I've said. For some reason, man, they hear it differently. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. And I've actually, um, the last several years, have had the privilege to, to coach in the middle school, at the middle school level with um, one of our, with uh, the football team. Uh, the middle school football team that Blaze and Steele went to, 
And it's I've, I've really uh, kind of seen a different perspective of uh, youth sports, and that is the opportunity that we as men get to encourage these these young athletes because we don't we have no idea what they're going through um, in their family lives or you know just personally. So I think those are a couple of the values that I see with with sports that I've um, I've seen the benefits um, for Zion Jet River Steel and Blaze and even Tyus. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you that because I grew up playing sports. <clears throat> Um, I think it was an important part of my childhood and, um, you know, if I'm lucky enough to be a father one day, I, I think that if my kids want to, mm-hmm. I, I hope that they, uh, I, I would want them to play sports. I, I've said it before on past episodes and one thing sports was good for me with was it gave me an opportunity to fail. Mm. Um, love it. I, I think especially especially baseball for at least for me personally because i still remember striking out i still remember the first time i struck out in a kid pitch game and i struck out a lot my first year playing kid pitch i still remember the name of the pitcher who struck me out funny enough <laughs> it, it hit me that hard and Dang. and um that but it real yeah. but it was a good you know striking out was so good for me i think because it's a safe place to fail and it's a good place to learn that you don't win all the time. Um, mm. It's a good place to learn that uh, a, a good place to learn humility. And mm. like you said, the team, the team aspect, team sports in spe- in particular. Um, sometimes I had teammates that I just didn't really like that much, but um, but at least I knew that we could have a goal of winning. Um, and if I could share that with someone, mm. the desire to win, even if we didn't mesh that well personality-wise or we didn't have the same background or whatever, we could still strive to win together. And, and that was all that we needed to do. Wow. And so I hope sports is um, something that I can share with my kids if they want that. And yeah. I definitely think it, it helps raise... If, if, you, if you have the opportunity to, it can help you raise... Uh, strong strong children but yeah i, I was I, I go to a lot of the practices and right now they're kind of in the season of conditioning and uh coach stidham ran the boys pretty hard today mm-hmm. sprint after sprint after sprint um and i saw uh specifically steel as they were wrapping up there i think they had a couple more sprints and one of the huge old lineman guys big dude he was really struggling and still after he'd run his sprints went back and and ran the last few 50 yards wow. with I, that that just things like that you know cuz we see the the good the bad and the ugly in our children mm-hmm. when i saw that i'm like oh man this is amazing <laughs> yeah uh you know he's not perfect but something about sports and again like you said team sports brings that good nature that good heart that we all have um out in all of us to to help our brother our sister who's struggling yeah um last thing that i'll add in so uh, last week i added that i listened to the uh auntie jessica asked me what podcast i enjoy listening to and i told her there's a show called the lex friedman podcast that i listened to and recently he had a uh i want to say he was a sociologist on um, as one of his guests and he was interviewing him 
and he was talking about, you know, they were talking about human nature from a sociologist perspective. And the guy, I forget his name, but he talked about um, how humans have a need for conflict. We, mm. um, there's a balance between peace and conflict, but conflict is an important part of what it means to be a human. And this, mm. this guy was arguing about how, was, he was arguing that sports is the healthiest form of conflict that humans have come up with to date. Wow. And that, you know, back in ancient times when villages would war with each other and tribes would war with each other, there really weren't like team sports like we have today. Right. But as civilization <laughs> has progressed, yeah. um, it may not feel like it, but wars are actually less common than they used to right. be. Um, huh. But we had to replace that. There, there was a void that was created from that. And this man argued that sports is what is filling that void. And so at a very um, base level thing, I think sports can fill a need for conflict in your life. And so yeah. uh, that's just a little tidbit I'll well, share with and, our listeners and, today. And, and I, I will say that I see that... Uh, manifesting in our threads yeah. <laughs> speaking of game three is happening right now oh, cool. it's game happening three. man what, we'll finish with this what's your prediction for the NBA finals game three is happening as we're recording. well I've always said um, the Golden State Warriors in, in six and then when Boston won game one I was like oof I don't know <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I think the Warriors are going to win the yeah. series um, now they put it on the Celtics in game two pretty mm-hmm. bad. Um, and the Celtics haven't played well at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm still sticking with the Warriors, Warriors. in six. Warriors in six. There, you heard it here six. first, people. Um, and we'll, we'll come back at a later time yeah. to talk about the Lakers and Coach yeah, no, Ham. No Lakers talk right now <laughs> except for if my Uncle Jesse's listening. <laughs> exactly. My Uncle Jesse... <laughs> A uh, self-proclaimed Laker fan is cheering for the Celtics in this final that, that series. That has been questioned. I right can't now. believe that that's happening. But um, after this, that's I'm about blasphemy, to go check the man. score. That Uncle. is blasphemy right there, man. <laughs> Uncle, thank you so much for coming in and talking with me. Once again, so excited for all of you listening that are going to be here for the Cousins Reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be ready for you. Yes. And it's going to be a great time. Uncle John, thanks again. Thank you, Josh. And for those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day. I was